Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. Hi, Mashley. And I'm Garrett. <laughs> yeah, Garrett is here with us via Skype. Uh, so, hey guys. yeah. Um, and Garrett has picked out the movie we're talking about today, which is a film from last year that we uh, didn't get around to talking about, which stars Eddie Murphy. It's called Dolomite Is My Name. Garrett's going to talk about it. All right. Dolomite Is My Name. It's a Netflix movie. Uh, it stars Eddie Murphy. He's back and he's not a donkey. He uh, <laughs> plays the, the titular character, Rudy Ray Moore. And it tells the story of kind of how uh, Rudy Ray Moore kind of makes it after he creates this character named Dolomite. The movie is wacky, it's funny, it's crazy, and it has a few twists and turns uh, to kind of tell the beginning story of the film career of Rudy Ray Moore. Right, so I profess to be kind of ignorant about this whole history. I hadn't heard of Rudy Ray Moore, or even Dolomite. So this was all new to me and, and very informative. Just, you know, aside from being a, a very entertaining film, it was also very informative. Um, so I think the this movie is very fun. And a lot of that, um, a lot of the success of the movie depends on Eddie Murphy, who I think gives a really great performance. Um, it may be the best performance that I've seen him give ever. Um, it's, it's funny, of course, he has great comic timing as always, but, um, there's a lot there, you know, there's some poignant moments too. There's, there's opportunity for him to be, to give a good dramatic performance also. So yeah, I thought it was really good to see him, um, in a role that, you know, is as good as he is, which is pretty rare for him because he's made a lot of kind of really bad movies and had some bad roles. So. It was nice to see him in a, in a good movie for a change. Um, yeah, and I think all the supporting cast is great, too. There's this group of people that he works with, both in his comedy, um, in, his mu- in you know, the character, both in his comedy and in his music and then in the, in the making of the movie. I think all those supporting characters or all those actors were really great as well. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. It looks great. Um, it's really colorful. And it has great, um, a great soundtrack. It's, you know, set in the early 70s, and I really got a sense of that era. Um, yeah, I thought it was, you know, good in, in every respect. Yeah, I uh, also was not terribly familiar with the background on this, um, which, is, which is fine, but... I was very curious, um, kind of knowing, well, wanting to know what was real and what, um, and how much was fictionalized, I guess mm-hmm. I should say. Um, particularly, and, and it's just kind of smallish things, but uh, the relationship that Rudy Ray Moore had with Lady Reed, mm-hmm. um, who was played by uh, Divine Joy Randolph. I, I loved her in this movie, and I loved their relationship. Uh, it, was, it seemed to be a very loving, platonic relationship which is a little unique i mean there really wasn't um um a romance in this movie which may seem kind of an odd thing to point out but a lot of movies find a way to wedge in a romance of some sort uh and this movie doesn't do that and i but i but yet there's these two characters who are obviously uh um have a great deal of affection for for each other Mm -hmm. um so that actually is kind of i was just kind of curious how real or, or not that that aspect uh, uh, or that depiction uh, was. 
But no, uh, I, I love everybody in this movie. Um, everyone from Snoop Dogg, <laughs> all the one away from the, to, to Cody Smith and the Mc, Mc, McPhee, who plays kind of a, a their director of photography uh, <laughs> in this, to Titus Burgess, Craig Robinson, Mike Epps, Keegan-Michael Key, and of course, Eddie Murphy. I, I think this has an interesting Greatest Hits vibe from Eddie Murphy. I mean, he's got... There are moments where he's a little tamped down, but there's that. But there's also, I mean, he's kind of on form from his, like, Saturday Night Live years Mm -hmm. here. There's also a little bit of his, you know, stand-up persona. And then also even a smidgen of, I feel like, Bowfinger um, in this (laughs) movie. So, yeah, this, this, I was really uh, impressed with this. Uh, What did you think, Garrett? Uh, So, you know... The movie is a comedy, and I'll say I was laughing from the beginning. Uh, it's also a period piece, and it was set up incredibly well. You get a, a great 70s feel, and the soundtrack that they put along with it uh, adds to the feel of it. Uh, but it's a movie that's just right up my alley. It is. There's a lot of swearing. It's crude. <laughs> uh, and... Eddie Murphy, we know him, you know, from some of these kooky characters. I mentioned the donkey and Shrek, but also uh, the nutty professor where those were some quintessential Eddie Murphy roles. And this kind of feels like another quintessential Eddie Murphy role playing Rudy Ray Moore. So I really enjoyed his performance. And uh, you mentioned Snoop Dogg. So that gave me some <laughs> 90s nostalgia seeing Snoop Dogg play a DJ. Uh, I uh, really like... The, the story it told, uh, I really liked the last. I thought it was just a, a fun movie that, I mean, I think would have anyone laughing. Yeah. I, I agree. I was interested to see that the the screenplay was written by Scott Alexander and Larry Karaszewski, who also wrote Ed Wood. And this movie spends a lot of its time depicting the making of a film and I think it does that in a very interesting way, creative way. I was engaged in that part of the story. And that's what they do in Ed Wood as well. So I just thought it was interesting. They seem to like creating that kind of story. And, and they're really good at it. Think, they're really good at making that seem interesting. Yeah. I was thinking about that, actually, as we were watching it. The, you know, I've actually, I'm full confession, I've never seen Ed Wood, but... Through Osmosis, I've seen a lot of scenes <laughs> of it, and I get the the idea. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I should watch it, I know. But uh, yeah, I sort of got Edward vibes from from the back half of this movie. Yeah. And that's interesting. So I, I want to stress, I like this movie, but the first um, quarter, the first you know half of it, so is um, maybe first third at least, is very focused on the character or in this movie of Rudy Ray Moore and um, his is just kind of creating this Dolomite persona and kind of hanging out with friends and his aunt and talking with people and doing his stand-up. And, and that was fine. I was digging that. I was liking the 70s vibe. But there was a point to But it's, it's also very profane, I think, as Garrett mentioned earlier. <laughs> and um, it took me a little while to get into that 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 atmosphere, I guess, mm-hmm. of, of this profanity. I'm just not used to it. I mean, it, I, it took me a while to get into it. Uh, but once I did, it was fine. But there came a point to where I was, just as I was becoming a little restless, because I was thinking, of, I think I checked the running time, and there was like an hour and ten minutes left or something. <laughs> and 
I was like, okay, well, I don't, I don't know if what else is to come in this movie, but mm-hmm. I'm already getting a slight bit bored with it, just at that point. Uh, and then that's kind of when it kicks off a little bit. I think that's when they, not long after that, they they meet Wesley Snipes' character, mm-hmm. uh, and they start kind of kicking into gear. Then it becomes a making of the movie Dolomite, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, that saved it for me. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't know why, but I love movies that are about, you know, putting on a show or making a movie or making a play or something. Just like the behind the scenes making of is fascinating for me. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, Matt, um, when you said Wesley Snipes, all the other characters that you, you know, um, you went down the list, like Craig Robinson and Snoop Dogg, I remember those. I had to Google Wesley Snipes, and now that I am seeing the picture, is blowing my mind. I did not recognize Wesley Snipes in this movie. <laughs> well, yeah, you know he's uh, he's been away for a little while, <clears throat> so maybe maybe <laughs> don't recognize him. So I, I kind of want that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, I thought. Did you did you um, did you think he was good in this movie? Oh yes, yes, yes! I love that character. He was. Uh, one of the more level-headed and funny guys in the movie. I just had no clue that was Wesley Snipes. Yeah. He is really, he has, his expressions in this movie are really good. I mean, he's an actual actor. Uh, I mean, he's based on, as most of these people are on real life characters, uh, real life people. And he's, he's actually done some acting, uh, movie acting. And so they hired him and the the, the thing has to be, he has to be the director for this as well. Otherwise he won't do it. And, there are just scenes where they'll finish filming a scene for this movie and he'll just have this look on his face that I, I just found hilarious because <laughs> he can't believe what's, what they've just filmed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're okay to talk about some spoilers, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah just kind of like uh, the, the sex scene where it was supposed <laughs> to be like a romantic sex scene and they end up making this really ridiculous way over the top uh, like natural disaster type <laughs> sex scene and afterward Wesley Snipes is so exacerbated he just <laughs> almost falls over yes no I am um, that sex scene was funny um but I love the scene before it because um Eddie Murphy uh and Divine uh Joy Randolph have a scene together where um he's nervous about he tells her how nervous he is about doing the sex scene mm-hmm. he's like you know he's like he's older he's got a pot belly <laughs> he does not consider himself you know he doesn't even know why they wrote a sex scene into the script and he's just super nervous about it and i just love that scene it was very real it was very quiet um and then i loved how they they handled it as you just talked about you know yeah, that's the great mix of the the poignant and the comedy that I think this movie does really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what was your favorite thing about this movie, Garrett? And what did you think was not the best? I, honestly, I would say my favorite thing, I know you said it started off slow, but um, the way they started off the dialogue with the profanity had me laughing from the beginning. <laughs> and... You know, nowadays, especially with Netflix movies, the goal for me is to have something that distracts me enough that I can be on my phone the entire time. And I remember putting my phone down because the dialogue really had me going right from the beginning. So that was probably my favorite part of it. 
Um, what what was your second question? What what did you think was maybe something that you didn't like as much about it? Well, I, so we kind of discussed it, you know, before we started talking. Um, the more I read up on it, I wasn't really familiar with black exploitation movies, um, so I didn't know um, some of the like appropriateness and some of the you know, the history behind it. So I don't know how culturally these movies, you know, lived up in today's culture. And I didn't know how telling the story of that would play out, but it seems that they had a a pretty good balance. I will say though, um, after I started seeing it, I did get, you know, a little uncomfortable with, uh, some of the, uh, stereotypes that I remember seeing after I read it, you know, embarrassingly on Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. That's where I learned about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I enjoyed it. It It's funny. The, 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 some of the stuff I did like about the earlier part of it, even though I just talked about being a little, maybe uncomfortable with the profanity was, (laughs) it reminded me oddly enough of my dad's side of the family growing up, um, (laughs) who, you know, are African-American and, um, th- I don't remember them at all watching Dolomite movies, but what I do remember are things like um, being together with, you know, being around like say some of my uncles and they would be listening to um, maybe like a, um, like a comedy record uh, by an African-American artist. And there's a scene in this movie where they're at a record store and he's playing like a Red Fox comedy record. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got, you know, some, some nostalgic stuff for there. And, it's interesting too, the profanity in and of itself. I mean, the the substantial use of profanity, all right, <laughs> uh, and and whatever was um, interesting to me in the sense, uh, in a comparative sense of modern day, and how you know comparatively sanitized we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that this is a 2019 movie being made, like as a period piece for the 1970s. But um, I don't know. It just feels like things, I guess, back then just seemed like they were a little more organic. Mm. And things today seem a little more sanitized, a little more corporate-y, um, a lot more corporate-y. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, you, you know you, your mileage may vary on what you think of that. But uh, I don't know. I, uh, yeah. I, just, I, just, I just found uh, I was fascinated by that contrast. I think a lot of people today appreciate the movies from the seventies for that very reason, because they were they did seem to be a little looser and free and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's more restrictive now. Indeed. Well, um, Garrett, what would you give this movie out of ten? You know, I'm going to give it an eight. Okay, Ashley. That was my score too. Eight. Yep, I would give it an eight as well. <laughs> That's easy because I love them. What is that? Uh, eight. Plus eight, plus eight, divided by three. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me see here. Uh, okay. <laughs> Looks like our score is an eight. And if, if to- Rotten Tomatoes is, a be- is to be trusted, um, the critic score is 97% there and a 91% audience score. I say to be trusted because Ashley and I were just watching a movie uh, the other day um, on streaming and that we're not going to review. It's just something we watched for pleasure. And um, it had a super low score. On the tomato meter, mm-hmm. like really, really like basement level low that we couldn't understand that 
I mean, it wasn't necessarily the world's most interesting film, <laughs> but I really didn't think it deserved that low of a score. And then, Ashley, you were reading the reviews and it was for a completely different yeah, movie. Yeah, the reviews for a completely different movie. Yeah. A similarly named movie, I think. Yeah. But not the movie we were watching and yeah. not the movie for that entry. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I just did a quick scan of these Dolomite reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. These appear to be... For Dolomite is my name. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but really, what the most important score here is ours. That's right. So, myself, uh, Garrett, and Ashley, we give it an eight. So, and Garrett, how are you doing during this uh, pandemic? Uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting time. You know, um, we're trying to uh, still plan a wedding for <laughs> August 1st. Um, we're hopeful that we're still gonna be able to do it um it's a big wedding so you can't really how do you do social distance dancing I mean, (laughs) so it's uh i don't know i don't know how it's gonna go um but you know kirsten's gonna have a virtual shower this weekend so we have high hopes still yeah well i i want to know how do we do social distancing uh hickory river because that's going to be your uh Your, yeah, your, that's, uh, that's the caterer. So uh, I know they're still open. Um, yeah, well, can you do? That's one thing I thought of during this whole thing. Do you think we'll ever have buffets ever again after this? Uh, you know, I thought about that. It breaks yeah. my heart to think we won't. <laughs> so uh, I mean, right now the wedding is supposed to be buffet style. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love me a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> But I don't know. We'll see. What about going back to movie theaters? I mean, uh, assuming movie theaters reopen, because, you know, like AMC's almost, or maybe is going bankrupt and whatever. But assuming movie theaters reopen, um, will you feel comfortable going back to one? Um, Kind of. So I know this is a really selfish outlook, but, you know, I haven't really been impacted by this virus other than my daily routine. So... um, you know, I, I'm the one who does the grocery shopping in this house. Mm-hmm. So I go out, I wear a mask, I wear gloves. Um, before anything comes inside, I sanitize everything. That's all new and different. But other than that, it's, you know, we're not catching it. It's not really spreading where we're at. Um, so I could easily see the transition back to normal pretty easily. In fact, I'm pretty sure the White House guidelines has movie theaters as one of the earlier things that they're going to allow to reopen. Yeah. I mean, if they reopen, when they reopen, um, I'm going to be very tempted to go. But I'm also going to be honest, I'm, I will be very uh, nervous Um yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll, it, I'll go, but it'll be in the back of my head mm-hmm. that there's, you know, potential disease in the, in the, in the place. But I, do you think wear a mask, sanitize the seat? I don't know. I don't know. I, I know. I always like to sit away from people anyway. So I will mm-hmm. continue that pattern as much as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, you know, I've been very <laughs> resistant to the idea of assigned seating. I mean, some movie chains have done it, some haven't. And I've always been happier with the ones that haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that, I think, is this maybe old school. I mean, I'm a 40-something-year-old man, and most of my life has been not having assigned seating, right, at a movie. But now, I'm kind of for it. Mm-hmm. If, if, if and only if um, the theaters use it to institute, you know, distancing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, 
we've been to movies before where I mean it's maybe not a lot of people at the screening, and we I mean Ashley and I when we saw Peter Rabbit a couple of years ago, we sat in like the very back right, and there was like a theater was not even half full. And this family comes in with all these kids, and they where do they sit? They all sit right up in the back row, right up against us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just the kind of thing that I think about <laughs> going forward is you just never know what people are going to do, you know. And, yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, Dolomite <laughs> is my name. Uh, you can watch it on Netflix. Uh, we give it an eight. And, yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us, Garrett. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. (laughs) Bye.